the future of photography. Hey everybody and welcome to The Future of Photography, the show where we explore how new technology can help you make fantastic photos. Uh, my name is Aid, And I'm Chris. Hi. Hey buddy, how you doing? You alright? I'm alright. Okay, and are you ready to talk this week about the future of drones? Oh, of course. Drones, drones, are, <laughs> drones are cool. Drones are fun. Drones are interesting. They're also annoying, but let's talk about all these details. So that, those are all the things I want to discuss, actually. So, because, <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and dangerous. And uh, there's, there's a, I don't know if this has an equivalent in Germany, but there's a phrase in English, uh, something along the lines of, uh, you'll have someone's eye out with that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We have the same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, usually said by a, a grumpy uncle or a grandparent or something like that to children who are waving pointy sticks around or stick, shooting yeah. guns. <laughs> so, 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 you know, uh, at least that's what happened when I was a kid. We waved pointy sticks around. We, we got we got toy guns or bows and arrows for, for our birthdays or for Christmas and stuff like that. Um, this Christmas, just a few weeks ago, of course, um, both my son and one of my nieces got drones for Christmas. Yay! <laughs> That's uh, probably no, high is, on the high on the wish list for kids. This days. is not a yay moment. They are both only eight years old. <laughs> okay. So we have reached a stage um, where we're. I think we're actually in the future of photography for drones because <laughs> eight-year-old children are now being given drones. So let's let's. What, let's, what kind let, of drones are we talking about? Are we talking about like the ones that can carry? Uh, uh, a five kilo camera or are we talking about something else there? <laughs> no we're talking about little infrared things that fly indoors so um you may have seen actually <clears throat> excuse me you may have seen over the last i don't know 10 years or so um toy helicopters that you can fly indoors of course um, i used yeah, to have one of those yeah yeah, I, uh, I think we've got a couple in the house here somewhere. And they they are, I mean, they're essentially made out of polystyrene. They have tiny electric motors um, to, to run the rotors. And you get a little uh, remote control to control them with that works through infrared. Uh, so uh, like a TV remote. Yes. Uh, so they don't work outside in the sunshine because the infrared doesn't, isn't strong enough. Um, they're, they're designed to be used indoors. Um, and so this year... Nobody got helicopters. People got drones, um, uh, and and again made out of very lightweight plastic, um, uh, bits of polystyrene. Uh, these these particular ones were not camera drones, but it made me think. Blimey! If we don't do a show about drones, we're not going to ever be able to talk about drones on the future of photography. Are we? <laughs> and 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 this might honestly not even be the last episode on drones because that's a huge field these days. But um, yeah, they're more exciting than light stands, aren't they? <laughs> and tripods. Let's be fair. I mean, if you had the choice to do a show between tripods and drones, which would you choose? Well, the, let me let me ask you this: Is a drone not just? Uh, another form of a tripod well this is that i'm really glad you asked that because this is something that um i think as as drones become much more affordable and accessible and i'm not talking i'm not talking about the ones that can carry a five kilo 
red epic (laughs) this is not hollywood blockbuster stuff i'm talking about here this is about um, availability of flying cameras for everybody in the same way that 10 years ago we were all going nuts about the availability of phone cameras for everybody you know um so let let, let me let me think let me tell you what i think i've seen here so these particular drones were not camera drones but they easily could have been and actually um, there's a link in the show notes and and i've deliberately chosen this link rather than any other link this is a link to the website for a newspaper in the uk in fact i think it may have gone out of print now and it may be just online but it's called the independent Mm mm-hmm um, and so this is a very mainstream website. This is not, you know, tech geeks are us. This is, not, you know, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is for everybody. This is the sort of web page that people would be looking at. Um, yeah, that grandparents and aunties and uncles would be looking at when they are considering buying presents for their grandchildren. Um, you know, so and that's that's the stage we're at now. And the very first entry in this is is a 720p video camera drone for 25 pounds which is what 35 us dollars or 30 euros or or something that's what we've come to stuff that's what we've come to you can get a change category now yes so you can get an hd video camera all right pseudo hd but remember when tvs used to say hd ready in there (laughs) but you you can get a high definition video camera on a drone for less than it takes less than the cost of a meal in a in a medium restaurant you know um uh the you know you you could buy five of these and if they all got trashed you still wouldn't have wasted a huge amount of money the the interesting thing is those tiny little drones and we're talking about small ones that fit on the on the palm of a hand um they don't trash easily because they are so lightweight that if they fall they usually don't really break you just pick them up and fly them again Oh, yeah, especially because I mean, you know, we and even that's even true for those those helicopters I was talking about before. Um, but and and the the rotors on the helicopters, of course, are entirely without any um, protection around them. Whereas most of the drones, the rotors have some sort of guard around them, don't they? So when they well, crash, they don't even hit the, the entry rotors. level ones. I, I know a guy who professionally flies drones, and he would be he would never fly with a guard around. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, this is oh, this is dishonourable. <laughs> <laughs> oh well okay if, you, if you're going to be purist about it but yeah. uh, I, no but I think of, of course of course for beginners uh, flying them in the living room uh, yeah that's that's definitely a good option yeah so so yeah the, this this to me was something i was like wow okay so i mean and of course they, they go up and you get what you pay for obviously and you can go right up there and now I, I think the what i'm calling personal drones as opposed you know as, as opposed to to working drones or, or high quality drones i think yeah the, the maximum you could pay in, at the moment is probably around 500 pounds dollars euros for um you know for the basic machine and that would get you at this point a dji spark or a unique breeze 4k so at that point you're getting a pretty small pretty robust drone that will shoot full 4k video um, and take raw stills, um, and uh, and in in the case of some of those, even have what's called a gimbal on them, that will mechanically steady the camera, so the drone's own motions will not show in the footage, makes it much yeah. much smoother. 
Absolutely. And the drones themselves will be much easier to control. They'll have return to base software capability, GPS tracking, all, all that sort of stuff. So, and, and, you, uh, and you can place them somewhere in space and just let them sit there without having to interfere. You can just, they, they will just stay where you leave them. Yes. And, and until of course, the battery runs out. And and for the uh, the narcissists amongst us and the professional YouTubers, they'll have follow me modes as well. So you can set it at something and they can just sit there on your shoulder. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it. The, the, so so let, let what what happens right when you go to uh, I, I don't know a music festival. I tell you what, you've you've just come back from uh, a, a huge event, haven't you? Yes, I have uh, around the uh, the between Christmas and New Year's there uh, in Germany. There's the communication, the Chaos Communications Congress, which is a uh, um, well, I I think I'll call it a nerd fest. There's lots of professional... <laughs> in the best possible way. <laughs> in the best possible way. We're talking about hackers. We're talking about uh, digital activists. We're talking about people who are active in the in the uh, social and political and technical areas um, of our lives. Pe pretty much people at the forefront of what's going on. So lots of visionaries, lots of thinkers, and a very uh, a very great crowd and lo lo very advanced. They even had a drone area outside this year uh, uh, outside yeah outside's old school mate it's in indoor drones are the way forward clearly but you were telling me that they had an they had a, a very sophisticated video production unit uh, or video production center uh, at this what if, what if they'd sent out people into the audience with drones in follow me mode doing you know point of view type uh, shots or or interviews or, or whatever it might be um, or what if they did allow people to bring their own drones what if you know even only one in ten people you know that were attending that conference brought their own selfie drone <laughs> well okay so there there is an elephant in the room and i don't know how quickly in this debate you want to go into into the annoyance factor of drones no, no, that's so. So I think it's. A, I, I think I'd like to to have that part of the conversation in parallel with the with the opportunity piece, mm -hmm. because they're, they're you know on one hand, you know one one person in in an open space, um, you know wanting to take a little bit of footage of them walking along the ridge of a mountain or something like that. You know, no problem in that sort of situation. Personal drones can be great. Um, where there's another person half a mile away who's come there for the solitude and all they can hear is a drone. Okay. Let, <laughs> that let already me... starts to get complex. <laughs> and then when you take them into stadiums and, and stuff like that, you've got a whole other thing. So, you know, okay, for those For this? those who don't really know what we're talking about, um, let me get a drone and show you. So I have this Wi-Fi drone. It's, it's tiny. It fits on the palm of your hand. I have this remote control. Uh, the remote control is like a real one with two sticks that you operate with your thumbs. And it has a built-in 720p camera. So it's a high-def drone. No no image stabilization there. So it's quite shaky. And you can get some first-person perspective on that because the, you, can, you can actually uh, stream the video signal onto your smartphone that you attach to the remote control. So it's really this... Um, this yeah, it, it looks like one of these big rigs. Uh, it is not. It was under 50 bucks. It was really cheap. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the sort of thing you're describing there. A, a, a professional drone, you know, type yeah, uh, capabilities, aren't they? You know, a, a, a first person point of view, you know, streamed to a phone. Yeah, that's, that's 
Okay, yeah. so so but but we we were talking about the what I call the annoyance factor. <laughs> so let let's <laughs> listen to this. Let let me try to actually fly this here. Okay, it's end in tears. <laughs> peep peep peep. It's it's. I'm gonna poke someone's eye out here. And Chris was never seen again. <laughs> so Joe, it's it it it's uh, surprisingly quiet. <laughs> it's not doing anything just yet. <laughs> here we go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Sounds like a mosquito. Okay, it's coming closer. And it just crashed into the wall. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Drone demo over. <laughs> Drone demo over, but it gave gives you it gives you a bit of an idea of the soundscape that these things can produce. And that's kind of the point I wanted to make. Just imagine an event like the one I was on, which was, by the way, 15,000 people. Whoa. And um, if you, let's Does that say... that have some sort of quantum effect if, if you get that if, many geeks into one building observing stuff? There's well, got to be a quantum mechanical effect on It was that. a huge building. <laughs> it was a, confer a, 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 a conference uh, fairground trade center kind of thing. It was huge. So 15,000 people, if only a tenth of those... Every tenth person had a personal drone looking at them or over their shoulder, flying with them. That would have been 1,500 drones making this mosquito sound. I'm, I have a hard time imagining that as yeah. being pleasant in any way. It's going to be pretty nasty, isn't it? It's going to be pretty nasty. So it's, it's, it is interesting because, you know, the I think for this show, when we have our standard question, don't we? You know, what does this mean for the future of photography? And normally, that's about that. The the answer to that, you end up, you and I end up talking about the kind of images that we could make. But I, I mean, think it, it, it that, will. But, but, and, and there is that aspect to it with these things. Of course, there is that aspect to it. I mean, I'd love to be able to you know to fly a little drone, you know, and take a uh, an aerial shot of my house or something like that. And I'm sure the fun and the novelty of that would last a good fifteen minutes. But the but this this is if these things are becoming so available, there isn't there is a potential really negative impact on large groups of people, isn't there? I, so our question for me today is 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 almost more about society as a whole than it is about images that you and I could make. Well, and that's I think I think it'll sort itself out um, on the social level because I remember new technologies often have this factor to them. It's like okay, look look at this back in the in the early mid nineties, look look at the idiot with his mobile phone. <laughs> you know, it's it was this this it had a certain annoyance factor, but it was not because these things were loud or obnoxious. It's because you didn't have this technology or you you just think it would it would be just perfect to to use a cable bound phone to do that. Um, now it's ubiquitous. Everyone has a has a mobile phone. People talk to themselves while walking down the down the road, and it doesn't annoy anyone really. It's just weird, maybe. Mm, um, it's not even really weird anymore, is it? It's At least not in weird anymore. And stuff it's, like that. Yeah. It's just the way it is. But if you had a flying thing that went <laughs> all the time um, around you, that would be a bit of a different beacon, right? It would. I I think so. I think so. It's uh, I I don't I don't like the idea of it any more than you do I don't think but it's but let 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 me ask you this because these things do become societal norms but sometimes they're not good so if I'd said to you ten fifteen years ago 
you know, let's let's go out for dinner or let, let, let's go for a cup of coffee in a cafe and sit there quietly staring at our own things and not talking to each other or, you know, or, or taking pictures sca- of my food. Yeah, yeah, or take yeah, or um, the, one of the scariest things I've seen in recent times. I was on a train, and there was a group of teenage girls, and they were silent, right? And when I say teenagers, I mean they were like unusual. fourteen, fifteen years old. They were schoolgirls. They'd been on a trip up to London to go shopping, possibly for the yeah you know, for the one of the first times ever in their lives because they weren't old enough to go out that far without parents very often. Um, and they were sitting there on this train and instead of laughing and shouting and giggling, and don't get me wrong, I don't like that either. <laughs> instead of laughing and shouting and giggling, they were sitting there in silence looking at stuff on their phones. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'd said to you 15 years ago, that's going to be, that's going to be what teenage girls do, sit in silence. Groups of teenage girls will sit in silence. Would you have believed me? And uh, would not. you consider it to be a good thing? Because <laughs> you, you might say that this will correct itself, but. <laughs> The, the use of cell phones hasn't corrected itself, has it? <laughs> no, it hasn't. And I think it will take a different kind of technology to come along to to fix that. And it's probably going to be in the mixed reality space and the augmented reality space somewhere um, that I think has a lot of potential. But that's a completely different thing here. Um, yeah, I just, I just have this vivid memory of um driving down a northern irish northwestern irish in donegal down a a road along the coast the atlantic coast and we were there with a group of photographers and had a brilliant time uh we did a little picnic out there in the wind in the atlantic wind um got our our sandwiches out and and ate them and it was very beautiful it was really beautiful and then this other car pulls up next to us and uh a guy gets out and opens the boot and takes out a drone and pretty much kills the mood. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, a, and, and, and this is, this is a huge discrepancy for me. This, there's this huge tension, field of tension there between this is awesome technology. I want this to be ubiquitous. I want to have these pictures from the sky and, and, and uh, beautiful video. Uh, this is amazing. But on the other hand, it has, it's a bit like secondhand smoke, you know, it's, you, you, you're doing this and you, you, you think it's just me doing it. But then um, the, the, the noise pollution is a real thing. And unless they find ways to silence those things, um, it will be annoying to most of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we've uh, yeah explored this actually uh, both sides of this. I think you know the the opportunities for fantastic photos that that we can take or, or movies. And, and I we've still all have seen... drones around, even though I'm so torn about them. And, <laughs> yeah, and by the well, way, our, our cats hate them. Oh, they, do they? Yes. <laughs> they, they flee. <laughs> they want out. oh well there's one thing okay so you know um i think uh, i I think on balance you and i are coming uh uh towards the the downside of of drones at least at the the societal level although personally we both quite like the ideas i haven't actually got one and i haven't played with one i've considered buying a small one just to play with but um uh, one of the things that you've said to me in the past is that um i might be a little bit too british in my approach to some of these things you know because i don't like to stick the 
big telephoto lens into people's faces and stuff like that. Yeah, you did once. I'm not expecting oh, oh, you that, to remember the, it. The, but. the British modesty. Yes, I, I said that. And and uh, just imagine yourself not not using a big telephoto lens to scare people, but fly over their heads with a with a yeah with so, a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. So so I maybe uh, yeah yeah exactly. So so it, it's um you know I I am I am torn as well, but uh, it's something I'd like to have a, a bit more of a play for. So so I think you know uh, again as we sometimes get to you know we have the luxury here of of speculating um and. Uh, Hopefully nobody will come and hold us to account. Although it'd be fun in a year's time to do a show and 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 look back and see what we what, what we got right and what we got wrong. Um, so I'd like to close this show for this week on a slightly lighter note, okay. and just to say, if all cameras fly, what does this mean for the future of selfie stick manufacture? Oh, that, that will just kill the whole market of selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, thanks for listening, folks. We'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. Take care. Right. Ah, just before we leave, uh, we would like to remind you that we are considering uh, a TFOP meetup day in the UK. We're not sure when. Uh, we're not sure what it might include yet. But we have got uh, a form where you can register your interest. Would you like to meet up? Would you like to bring some toys and play with other people's toys? Would you like to participate in a live recording of the show? Uh, all of these things and whatever you would like to suggest could be possible. Um, uh, if you would like to follow the link in our show notes, which is Chris... It is tfttf.com slash tfopday, T-F-O-P-D-A-Y. Oh, that acronym is just horrible to speak. tfttf.com slash T-F-O-P-D-A-Y. Okay. And it's, it's linked in the show notes. It's linked in the show notes. Yes. So please let us know if you're interested and uh, we can configure that to be what's most interesting for the crowd and we can Or find uh, out if, it, it. if you guys want to happen, want it to happen at all. It could, it could be could be could be tumbleweed for us you know oh no let's plan for success <laughs> okay let's plan for success okay and on that note thanks very much bye take care you've been listening to the future of photography a production by adrian stock and chris marquardt Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Hold up. 